This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Food service is far from the only business that is hurting desperately. A huge number of taxis are sitting idle, and it's not just because people are staying at home amid the pandemic. Commercial insurance rates are skyrocketing, and the industry is crying foul. Like to hear from you. Um, do you need to take taxis, or have you stopped taking taxis, and is it more difficult to get a taxi? 416-360-0740, toll-free. 1-866-740-4740. Right now, let's go to Sam Moini, president of the Toronto Taxi Fleet Operators Association, and Christine Hubbard, who is the operations manager at Beck Taxi. Hello and welcome. Hi, Libby. Thanks, Thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming on. Christine, let's start with you. You say you have 500 drivers who are not driving now. Yep, there are about 500 vehicles in the Beck fleet that are parked right now. Um, and, you know, insurance companies want to say that this has something to do with COVID, but this has been a process that started in February pre-COVID. And it's an issue um, more, not just that the rates are going up, but that insurers are leaving this market. And, um, you know, taxi drivers, small business owners that represent really 500 cars maybe in Beck, that's 500 families, not to mention the rest of, you know, different company vehicles or independents that are out there on the road. It, it could be thousands of taxis sitting. That's thousands of small businesses. Okay. First, uh, just uh, bring me up to speed. Do most Beck taxi drivers own their own cabs or are they hire drivers and, and who would be responsible for the insurance there? So we have both. Um, the majority of the vehicles in our fleet are independently owned. So the person who owns the taxi is the person who's driving. We also have fleet operators, and that's where Sam will jump in, where they have fleet policies. So someone coming into the industry who wants to, oh, you know, let's see what it's like to drive a taxi, they would go to these fleet operators before they take those next steps to own and operate their own vehicles. Okay, so you were saying now that the premiums were between six and $13,000 a year. Is that, that's pre-COVID? Is that in, before an increase, after an increase? So that is the, you know, still the existing rate, the $6,000 sort of for the individual owner driver. Uh, that still really applies. We've seen rates continue to go up year over year. Um, but what's happening now is that insurers are not renewing at all, which is forcing these operators, and again, Sam will tell you more about that, to go into something that's known as facility. It's basically for uninsurable people. Um, And when there are no insurers available, that's where people are headed for $22,000 a year, liability only. And so it's, it's a pretty terrifying prospect. Sam, uh, let's jump in here. Now, you know, it, it's strange because, again, you know, when the government called people out, they called out the insurance industry for not giving rebates to people who were not driving during the lockdown, and, and the insurance industry did respond to some degree. Uh, is, is, is that at all a factor in what they're doing with commercial vehicles? 
Um, well, as of right now, even prior to COVID, we've had no relief from the insurance companies whatsoever. And uh, as as Christina was mentioning, we are only able to get facility insurance, which is the most high risk insurance that's out there because there is no market for taxis right now. Um, however, we have been reaching out to the premier's office and the Ministry of Finance to figure out if we can come up with a solution and uh as uh, as there has been some positive steps moving forward, we need some immediate action to to somehow change legislation that's going to support uh, more uh, insurance companies to come join our market. Um, but as of right now, uh, especially when it comes to the fleet operators, I can say 95 to 97 percent of our taxis are parked in our parking lots, um, which is just crazy. Uh, thinking of how much uh, business has been lost over the last few months. And all these are all small business owners. They're not rich people. Their their livelihoods are at stake here. And uh, we're just hoping for some kind of resolution as soon as possible. So, uh, Christine, would you like to see the government force insurance companies to insure taxis? Is that the issue? They just don't want to cover taxis? Well, they don't want to cover, and it actually has something to do with a very specific regulation. And it's a regulatory change that could happen at committee level that wouldn't even require a bill to be passed. It's regulation. It's number 664. And what it would do, and it's happened most uh, sectors of, of the public transportation or commercial transportation industries, just not taxis. What's happening is the loss for any accident, regardless of if the driver is at fault, falls on that taxi. And we're asking the government, and, and, and this is huge. It has implications for every person who has even personal auto insurance in this, in this province. Um, you know, as these drivers go onto facilities and, and these insurance companies who are leaving the market are still managing that pool of insurance with facility, um, it's already operating at a deficit. And as more drivers move into that, uh, into that pool, these insurance companies are going to have to find a way to bridge the gap. And this is why we're all going to see our personal, uh, insurance policies or, or uh, premiums increase, which the government has been very clear on trying to reduce. And this regulation that would transfer the loss from these taxis when they're not at fault onto the person who is actually at fault is all we need to see happen. It's a very simple change. You know, we need to see this happen sooner rather than later. And, and it's to everyone's, uh, in everyone's best interest to see this happen. We can't, people depend on taxis. We're the only on-demand wheelchair accessible transportation option. Taxis provide 75% of TTC's wheel trans trips. You know, this is not, um, this is not just about the small business owners. It certainly is about them, but it's about how this could negatively impact all of us. And the government would be um, making the right move to step in because there is no downside to making that change. How, haven't, taxis lost a lot of business because of the pandemic. I mean, I can tell you personally, I used to be a very heavy user of taxis going out. I don't go out. So mm. there's nowhere to go. So I haven't used taxis since the lockdown. I'm sure there are a lot of other people like me. I know people will use taxis if they have to go to a doctor's appointment or something, but I'm sure that at even beyond this, that you've lost a lot of business just because of the situation. Absolutely. It's definitely, we've seen a huge decrease in, in demand. Absolutely. But, you know, we are, like you say, taking everyone to their important hospital appointments, taking, you know, kids to school, taking people to their jobs, taking those frontline uh, and essential workers to all of their jobs. I mean, we're operating with about 10,000 trip requests every day through our app. 
you know, we're providing, I heard your previous segment, we're providing a lot of that food delivery service. We've partnered with uh, grocery stores and different restaurants. So we are, um, we've inserted ourselves and have been doing that for a long time, but promoting it more, uh, our delivery service. But yeah, this insurance issue is absolutely compounded by um, by COVID-19 and that people who are in this business who really do feel a sense of community and so many of them did stay on the roads and, and who knows at what risk um, to make sure they were there for our communities. Um, you know, COVID plus insurance, you know, issues, it's, it's creating a situation where people are, again, yeah, just being completely put out of business. But also it is people who require wheelchair accessible service, you know, people who are using wheel trends. But yeah, delivery services, you know, people still are moving around the city. You know, malls are open, stores are open, and people are taking taxis to get to those locations. But, you know, certainly not at the same degree as, as we saw pre-COVID. So how many drivers are working then for you, Christine? So we started when COVID-19 hit. We had about 300 vehicles. We weren't sure if uh, anyone was going to come out on the road because essentially, again, just to remind everybody, each taxi is a small business. It represents a person who is making business decisions for that vehicle. And we didn't know if, if you know, and how it would affect drivers. Would they be willing to take that risk? Many have health uh, underlying health issues of their own or, or family members maybe, uh, but about 300 vehicles turned out from the beginning. And, and, you know, that's why we stayed open. We're an essential service, but that doesn't mean that we have to operate. Um, okay, so, so sorry, we did. So, so you had 800 before because you said you've lost 500? Oh, no, well, pre-COVID, no, we had 1,800 vehicles probably pre-COVID. Wow. Uh, we went down to 300. Oh my and, goodness! Yeah, and while we're at a, at about twelve hundred um, on the road right now, that you know is these are not just representing taxis that were in Beck prior. We've seen independent taxis have joined us now, or maybe cars from other companies that have moved over. But you know, we still that five hundred that still could come back. There are about five hundred of them specifically due to insurance that couldn't come back if they wanted to, and that is heartbreaking. And and you know we have. One driver in particular, two accidents on his abstract, two of them that are not his fault. And they've, they've, you know, they've agreed with that. You know, we know that this isn't your fault, but we can't insure you anyway. Why don't you try to get a job at Tim Hortons is what he was told. Oh, dear. Uh, Sam, how many drivers have you lost? Well, myself, uh, my fleet was operating at about uh, 30 taxis uh, in my personal fleet that I was operating and about 28 of them are parked right now as, as because the insurance rates are about seventeen dollars to $18,000 to insure right now. There isn't an insurance company that wants to insure fleet operators right now. And a uh, majority of the taxes that are on the road are fleet, fleet operated. Uh, and, you know, for us as an association, we've reached out to, again, many politicians to see if we can get support from them. And they have, there has been some positive steps towards that. But not only, not only provincially and with insurance, but also, we also have to come to the city as well. The city has a huge responsibility, which which they've completely turned their back on 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 the industry. Um, for example, in our in our industry, we have a renewal fee that's about twelve to thirteen hundred dollars per cab per year. And with the cars being parked as they are since February, they're still requiring us to pay that enormous ta- uh, renewal fee for each cab that's on the re- that's on the road or isn't on the road. It doesn't make any difference. And there has been zero relief on their end. To support the taxi industry, and um, these are this is another this is, every every businesses all the businesses are looking for some kind of uh, support and as they should in this kind of a pandemic. But 
for one for one reason or another, the taxi industry has always been left uh, left behind, and they haven't got the support that they needed from the from the city of Toronto. And we're hoping to change that. I know there is some councillors there that are looking to put some motions, hopefully in the next council meeting, to support us and to financially aid us in this time of need for us. So we're hoping to work with all of our politicians. We're trying to work with insurance companies as well to make sure we have a, a solution quickly. Because if it doesn't happen sooner, it's going to be the end of uh, end of the taxis for us. Okay, let's uh, hear from Beirouz in Toronto. Hello, Beirouz. Hi there. You're on the air. Go ahead. How are you? Fine. Good. Uh, sorry, uh, you got uh, cons- uh, kind of uh, cancelled out uh, this morning uh, coming to the show. But anyway, I made it, uh, a promise to myself that I'm going to call you. I'm going to talk about this issue. Yes, uh, we do have a problem uh, with the uh, insurance, and um, but uh, you have to also the. Uh, realize that uh, there are a few uh, issues that related to this problem. And that is that why there are too many claims in the taxi industry and where are these claims coming from. So uh, most of these claims apparently are coming from the uh, business that some of these brokerages are providing to the uh, fleets and other taxis. And this all comes from the Real trans, real trans, and some of these uh, um, uh, WSIB orders. Majority of the claims that the taxi has, or the insurance companies that they're claiming, are coming from these business types. Okay, so thanks for what? thanks for that, Beirouz. Uh We are out of time. Uh, basically, I'm just going to give you each uh, 20 seconds. I don't know if you want to respond to that, starting with Sam. Well, again, I, first of all, I want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to speak here. Um, but, you know, as I said, and I don't want to repeat myself, but uh, I hope that the, uh, the people that are needing to be listening to this conversation are listening to it, and that's the insurance companies, that's the politicians that are in charge of, of making uh, people's lives easier in this time of pandemic. And um, one of the things I'll say, taxi industry, taxi drivers are one of the most hardworking people. They're minorities. They are immigrants. And it looks like that. sometimes it feels like they're always uh, being turned against. And I think it's very unfair what's happening to them. And we can just only hope that uh, something positive very quickly will occur for us. And, uh, you know, I, I hope with the province especially, they have reached out and they have made efforts to try to solve this problem. And I hope we can get there. Okay. Uh, Christine, last 20 seconds to you. I just want to say thank you as well. And I just, you know, to, to Sam's point, we're looking for some advocacy from the city of Toronto. You know, this is an industry that was built. And again, as Sam says, by, you know, it is the immigrant story. And it's an industry, a public transportation, essentially ground transportation that has been built paid for and maintained by the people who are driving these vehicles. And I think we need to look at the humanity of this industry uh, apart from the vehicles and the service that these these individuals are providing for, for you know, the most vulnerable in our community um, is something that we all rely on and we all need at some point. And I think um, to turn their backs on them would just be a huge mistake, you know, a huge injustice. But they're here doing hard work, investing their lives, investing, um, their, you know, risking their, their safety right now to maintain this service for the people of our city. And we're looking to the city to advocate on their behalf. Okay. Thank you so much, Sam Moini and Christine Hubbard. Thank Appreciate you your time. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank okay. you.
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.